Hi, and welcome back to ASD, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we do encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee, and today we start a new series, The Common Concerns of Parents. This series will discuss common concerns parents of children with ASD have. And we begin the series discussing one of the biggest concerns parents have when they come to a professional, the behaviors of their children. Dr. Gutstein explains. Well, I think that, you know, if, if, if you've been trying to see what you can do to, to influence this child, to direct this child, to guide this child, you're going, you know, you can feel so out of control, feel so helpless as a parent that it's not surprising you might, you know, focus on some more observable behavior. That's one thing. I think the other thing that's interesting is that there's still a mystery, if you're a parent, about what it is inside that child in their mind that is different and that you should be focusing on. And it's more, that's the, let me say it a different way. There's the visible part of autism and there's the more invisible part of autism. And unfortunately the visible part is different for every child and it also is not universal, right? It's very different for each child. The invisible parts are actually more universal, common, and more central to the disorder, but there isn't a lot of education on what those invisible parts are, what's going on in that child's mind. You know, it's a mystery to parents, and they're even told that. They're, they're, sometimes they're told not to even think, not to even focus on the mind, to only focus on behavior. Um, there's a, a lot of belief that, I still hear that autism is a behavioral disorder, and that if you fix the behavior, things will be okay. So I think there's that. But I do think that there's just a mystery, a, a, a mystification by the parents who don't learn about the research. They don't know what's going on about what, what is actually happening inside, in, inside the child's mind. So I'll still hear a parent, you know, still hear parents saying, well, maybe they're, maybe they like being like that, or maybe they're in their own world, or maybe, um, you know, they're probably, you know, choosing to do this and that in their mind. And, and it's just, they don't know because we, we, we can't tell. So there's a mystery. But when you see a behavior out there, right, it's observable, you can see it. And so maybe you can feel like then that's something that I, that's not as mysterious. Unfortunately, it often is just as mysterious because behavior is often just a side effect or a symptom of something else that's going on. But I do think that's one major, major issue is this mystification of why, why focus on a behavior, and, and I would say behavior rather than what? And it's the same reason that people focus on speech rather than thought or language as, as thinking, speech as production of words, because it's, it's something you can get a handle on, you can grasp it, you can say, well, I can do more of it, and less of it. And, um, I tell you the other thing about it is that you can often, sometimes you can actually, depends on the behavior, you can sometimes be more successful, you can feel more successful focusing on behavior. Depends, I mean, if it's like a self-stimulation, no, you can't. But other behaviors, maybe you can be successful at it, and when you're feeling very unsuccessful, it's nice to, you know, you feel like you wanna choose something that 
you can have some success with. So I mean, I think it's there's several reasons why, and I think it does depend on the behavior. But um, I think it does come down to the idea of, um, you know, when when I when when my primary role, which is to guide the development of a mind, it's a primary role of a parent. When I am unable to do that, I, I want to do something. I want to feel effective. I want to feel like I'm helping my child, caring for my child. So what am I going to do? If I can't, if I don't feel like I can develop the way they think and the way they perceive, the way they handle emotion, the way they handle their uh, interpersonal perceptions, their perspectives. Remember, these are parents who are feeling like they can't do any of those typical things that parents do. That's the role of parents is you're actually... Um, you know, you're the architects of their mind. You're developing those things. The, the, the ability to um, think, to, to um, reflect on past experience, the ability to anticipate the future, the ability to develop sort of flexible organization in the world. Um, that's what parents are doing. Developing what we call theory of mind from the age of about, you know, one on. Parents are doing that whether they know it or not teaching children how to use emotion, how to be aware of emotion, how, how to you know, manage their feelings, teaching children how to pretend and, and, um, and imagine and to share that. I mean, all the things that you do with in a typically developing situation, here you're, you have an, a child with autism, you're not doing. So what are you going to do if you want to be a good parent, you want to care, if, if you feel like you can't do those things? I think, I think that's another reason. Thanks, Dr. Gutstein. And thank you for joining us for ASD, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we encourage you that growth for your child is possible. And we hope you enjoy our new series, The Common Concerns of Parents. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.